That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everyone. It's Lauren. It's Ashley. It's Naz. Wow, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. It means so much to us. You know, we want to start off the show with a big thank you because it's been so many goddamn episodes and you guys are sticking around and we love you for it. We love you guys so much. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for sharing, you know, and just supporting all the content we put out into the world. I want to bulge my eyes out as I say things like that. I know it's so <laughs> bad, but we truly I'm like mean it. Semi making, I'm like semi saying it in a way where I'm like making fun of myself. Yeah. Why is the term content so annoying? Because everything is content. It's, it's like saying matter. It's like saying air is content. Like yeah. any, everything is content. Content creator. When people like call themselves content creator. It's like literally you taking a shower can be content. Yeah. So. <laughs> Have you guys, have you watched Bo Burnham Inside? I haven't. Uh, Lauren, I am so shocked you haven't seen this. There's a song on there called 30 because he turns, he turns 30 in the pandemic, which is literally me. Literally us. He's literally us. He was born in 1990 and he talks about, (laughs) everyone just please go listen to that song. It's available on Spotify. And he's just like, I'm fucking 30. He's like, and all my friends are having stupid children. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's what and it is. Oh, I guess you have a couple friends who have children. Not really. You don't, Lauren? I have friends who have children. I don't have any friends with kids, actually. Wow, interesting. Um, anyways, watch 30. I love Bo Burnham. And I can name a few friends of yours. Yet. Okay, sorry if I'm forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, your face. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so do you guys have any I don't get it? Um, so I hate to be this again, but there <laughs> is this guy on TikTok. <laughs> There's this guy laughing? on TikTok with his front with his friend. They basically have a podcast, but they have some really good I don't get it. I don't know what their podcast is called, but it's a whole bunch of everyday questions, but they're different for like everyone else. So this one is that I was gonna ask you guys is what order do you get dressed getting out of the shower? Like, what do you put on? I never put clothes on right out of the shower. Well, I always walk around in a robe or a towel for a little while. Do you get dressed immediately? Yes, immediately. Really? Yes. I What's bring my clothes order, into the shower. You bring your clothes into the bathroom? Yeah. So I do, too. I set it on the toilet. You set it I have on the my toilet. Little, I have my little outfit ready. Like, I'm a little three-year-old. Because you don't want to be wandering <laughs> around catching your own body in any mirror, you know? Stop. So you want to get dressed right <laughs> Lauren! away. Lauren! Lauren, we are confident Okay. Lauren, that's weird. Your body is insanely amazing. Okay. 
You're gonna look everyone's back on body. This. Everyone's body is insanely amazing. Okay, so I bring my clothes into the bathroom because I don't want to run around naked. All right, so my I do. I, honestly, sometimes I do socks first. Socks what? naked with the socks, socks first? underwear, pants, shirt. That's bizarre. I do underwear, long sleeve shirt, socks, no pants, no pantalones in mi casa. Okay. Oh, okay. If I can be. But what I do do, which is so funny, it's terrible. I have so many windows in my apartment. And sometimes when I forget to put my little outfit together on the toilet, yeah, <laughs> like a mom would do for a three-year-old, um, I walk out in my towel and then I have a really big, incredible, and this is like not a sponsored thing, but it's like a Brooklyn towel and the towel is so like big and incredible. And sometimes I don't feel like carrying it anymore. So then I'm like, you know, when you're holding it up with your hand, like looking through the drawer yeah, for like underwear. Try to avoid yeah, sometimes I just drop it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to hold this. And then I'm just naked and the windows are open. Well, I'm sure and I feel like, love it. I feel like Tommy Pickles in Rugrats. Oh, I'm just like yeah, walking yeah, yeah. around in my undies. Yeah. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I don't think... I I don't understand why... I never feel sexy without a bra. That's so weird to me. I never feel. I think we must have talked about this before. You have. You don't like your boobs, or you think they're a little I girly. I just Actually, feel like, it's so weird. Your boobs are. I feel like a little incredible. girl when I walk around without a bra on. 
I'm That's so anti-bra. the exact opposite of what you should feel. You have breasts. You're not a little girl. <laughs> yeah, but they still like look, like I look down at them and they still look like breast buds. <laughs> breast buds? What does that Oh my God, mean? Lauren has to tell the story of the breast buds. Oh What's my God. What's the breast buds okay, story? So when you're like going through puberty, you do you remember this? You develop like the hard little balls tissue. kind tissue in your boob area. It's tender. Are you talking about on the areola? Like, it's like in, of, kinda. Almost, kind of but like when you're prepubescent um like that's when it starts to really hurt like whenever anybody like t- whenever you touch like that area right. it's yes. like oh no ow or you got hit by a ball yeah, there it would hurt yes. really bad. Yeah. yeah kickball that- to the kickball to the breast the worst yes so yes. When I was going through puberty, I think it was this fourth grade or something. Yeah, you actually, maybe been earlier, which is why mom was a little bit weirded out. But my also, mom should have known. Wow. Yeah, I know. So weird. Anyway, so I was like, my boobs hurts. I didn't say boobs. I was like, this part hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. So it wasn't much of a story, although mom was freaked out and brought me to the pediatrician because my breast buds hurt too much. She called them your breast buds? Yeah. No, she didn't call them her breast buds. The pediatrician called them her breast buds. Aww. And my mom like was like, oh, I guess that that's... I guess she's developing early. Because she was like... <laughs> you were like maybe seven. No way. Yeah. And I remember I was like... Okay, so if you were seven, I was ten. So I like actually was having breast buds. And I was thinking... I was like this bitch she doesn't know i know it's exactly going on with her but i'm not saying it <laughs> ashley she uh, also what a big sister she was not great with the puberty help because i was amazed that she started wearing a bra and i was like oh, let me see let me see you're wearing a bra and she like was so fucking private about it and didn't show me or anything was all embarrassed like you should have been helping me i was embarrassed by bras i hated them i wore sports bras for the longest time because i wanted to like i was felt so uncomfortable why were you embarrassed by them you think um i feel like i was like a little bit early in it all maybe like you were the only one in your friend group wearing them yeah yeah Yeah. there were other girls that were wearing sports bras and stuff but they were like the popular girls and i was like oh man i'm like the only one of the normal girls wearing something Oh, the normal girls. How did we get on breast buds? How the fuck did that happen? Oh, because you felt like a little girl walking around. Yeah. Okay. But now you're telling me you feel sexier walking around without a bra than you feel like with a bra. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thousand percent. What do you mean? You need you need the Carrie Bradshaw, you know, the nips coming through the shirt. Yes. A hundred percent. Free the nip, Ashley. No, I'm just kidding. Do whatever you want. I I like to have my nice round like okay, so it's because my nipples are pointy. So like I like a nice round boob. And that's what my boobs look like in a bra. That's so weird. I wish I I love that pointiness. But to each his own. They squeeze like your back and like your arm i don't like bras because they're uncomfortable as fuck what do you mean bras yeah. are literally it's I like being strapped to something my mother would love you she thinks i should sleep in bras my mom because she thinks mine bra. are gonna sag exactly. and i'm like is that a myth or it's is not that a myth real? it's true but how i don't get it You're, i don't the, get the it the skin's not pulling down it's oh that makes the sense. gravity yeah that makes anyway, sense. so that I was, was told recently by sorry by a woman okay. doing my nails that she sleeps with no pillow um, because of the lines on her neck. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she's like, she's like, you actually don't need a pillow, and I can never imagine sleeping without a pillow. 
That just seems so kind of barbaric her. to me. But yeah, she said it's like the lines in your neck. Like it's yeah, sort of. That makes sense. What do you do? You sleep on your back or your stomach? What do you, or is your side? Well, the best is to sleep on my back. Well, but I sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sleep on my. I sleep on my side and then I turn in the middle of the night. And did you, you guys know, fun fact, do you know why you turn in the middle of the night to the other side? To be cool? To breathe better. And it's so true. When on someone, the side? Someone told me that. So everyone listening, when you're sleeping, when you turn to the other, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you turn to the other side, notice how much better you can breathe. Mm. I think it's because your body wants to breathe better. It's so interesting. Yeah, that makes Is one of your lungs being crushed by that side. So then you have to turn over <laughs> to the other side. I don't know. You're the doctor in this family. You know, yeah. I, know I, I, uh, <laughs> I just know that if you're on your, you sleep on your back, that's when you snore. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't well, know sleeping- that. I don't snore. I'm. I don't snore. Neither, neither do I. But sleeping on your back is obviously like the, the you know overall best for your spine and like for wrinkles and all that. Yeah. Um. But I find I was so I keep trying to get in the habit of sleeping on my back, but then every night, I like of course go over to one side in total retaliation, just being like, Same. no, must go to the side. I and know. Then, and then this week I like crushed my right shoulder because i've been sleeping on it so hard that's like that that one time do you remember when lauren went to the er and like couldn't figure out what the hell was going on with her body yeah was it you were just crushing her shoulder i tore my rotator cuff like in the middle of the night by sleeping too hard you were sleeping on my couch that's why because remember you were sleeping on the couch every night i remember good days good days good days days. i love those days ashley when i think of cruises and vacations I literally think of you. Um, <laughs> and your I watched, I love anything cruise related. I mean, this is so dark, but this week I found a documentary on Discovery Plus about that cruise ship that sunk in the Mediterranean. Oh my god. A couple, you know, like a decade ago. Yeah. Um and but I'm like so fascinated by anything that's cruise related. It's because of Titanic. But is maybe. That so it is, I guess, but that's not even, yeah. But you I know, don't know. You know what's I romanticize funny? it so much. You, I had such great times. You do, you do. But the reason why I think of you, I think, is for the all inclusiveness aspect of like buffets and stuff. And I, I love buffets. Oh, Ooh. they're creamy. They're creamy. <laughs> um, scrambled eggs on a on a cruise like royal caribbean does their scrambled eggs so good it's like how you do it on the stove when you mix like really slowly yeah and like you know when you like add yeah, butter soft and you add a little scramble. cheese and I, it's called this, soft like, scramble. This, oh it's called soft scramble and it's so slow yes. and it takes you like you're standing there for 15 minutes and you literally have like two bites afterward I don't um, eat I don't eat eggs, so I can't relate, oh, but I'm sorry. sure I'm sure okay. it's like your dream. But it's for, so good. Okay. But, yeah, but for so. all of you guys out there that love all inclusive stuff, love beaches, and just love the Caribbean, um, there's this website called cheapcaribbean.com. They've been around for like over 20 years, and they literally are in the business of providing the best all-inclusive beach vacations. All-inclusive beach vacation means that it's all you can eat, so all food, alcohol. And non-alcoholic beverages, they're included as well, as 
is the beach and night activities when you book at cheapcaribbean.com. All-inclusive means you get more food, you get more drinks, and you get more fun. And they have no change fees. So when you book at Cheap Caribbean Resort, you can add trip protections. You can actually book with confidence. So you have less money, less worry, more beach, what we have all been craving after this crazy year we've had. So guys, be sure to check out either a Dreams or Secrets Resort when you book with Cheap Caribbean. Right? Oh, Jared and I stayed at Secrets in Cancun. It was really nice. Oh, no. well, guys, we loved it. Hop on this now because right now you can get a hundred dollars off your next beach vacay when you visit cheapcaribbean.com/slash idgi hyphen podcast. So it's idgi hyphen podcast stands for I don't get a podcast, and we will see you guys on the beach. All right. Well, I love I love that all of that came out of how do you get dressed out of the shower? I know. How do you get yourself out of the shower? <laughs> I, didn't tell, I didn't even tell you, though. Okay. So I agree with Lauren. Um, you I said you like, walk around in a well, robe. Well, I do. I do. I do. But then when I actually get dressed, I do. I guess I put underwear on. And then if I'm wearing stickies or a bra, and then I put, and then I put the pants on, and then I put a shirt on. But I put the socks on before I put the pants on like lauren because it goes up easier and you don't get your toesies stuck in the jeans i love that and we also need to talk about i don't know if anyone else experiences this i don't know if it's because i'm old or my hamstrings are so tight and i'm not flexible at all i've never been able to touch my toes but i also like hate bending over whether it's to like (laughs) tie my shoes or like anything that goes on down there i'm like Ugh! Like, does anyone else i understand that that especially if your hair or makeup is done you don't want to bend over Oh, my God. And, like, putting jeans on, like, no thank you. I agree. You have to put socks on before jeans. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But leggings, you put your leggings on and then your socks. Because no. you got you to gotta put yes. your tube socks you over. Because you have exactly. to wear the tube socks. Um, that's because I don't wear tube socks because I wear the half socks. Oh, How do you God. wear half socks? Like, your ankles get cold. I'm so no, confused. No, my like, ankles get what cold. I get My circulation gets cut off by those tube socks. That's a lie, Ashley. No, it's not. No, it does not. I get cut off. Then why would every senior citizen in America wear tube socks? I don't know. But (laughs) then I take them off and I have all these indents on my legs. Now, let me ask you this. Why (laughs) don't have indents on your legs? No. Well, I mean, a little, like normal. That's more from the leggings. That's not from the the socks. It's from the leggings, not the socks. My socks, you can get very loose fitting tube socks. Okay. Yes, exactly. Now, why are compression socks good it. for circulation? Remember oh, Nas I love it. Got them for I, me? I got them for Ashley. I am a massive I advocate have, of compression socks. I have socks. worn them. They're interesting. I don't understand. My friend is just having a, um, she was having an issue uh, with her circulation. She, her feet were getting really, really puffy, her ankles, and they like gave her prescription compression socks. And oh. ever since she's been fine. I want those. I don't get it. I, it's something about you like would opening. Think it would take away I the know. blood from your feet. Okay, wait, hold you th- on. I'm gonna look way. it up. Well, let, okay, Ashley, okay. look it up. But I will say, I gifted them to Ashley because when I had a nutritionist for a year, she told me to get them because I was all about. I was like, "Yo, help me with inflammation." Yeah. And so I was flying a lot before the pandemic. 
And she was like, and she used to be a bodybuilder. So she's like, I wear compression socks on the airplane because we all know when we go up there, it's like bloatcity.com. Yeah. And so I noticed that it would help the blood move in my legs and my ankle because you're sitting for six hours at a time. That's not normal. That's Mm. not good. And I think it's the ridges in the socks. You know what I mean? That like force the blood to flow. Do you know what I mean? Because there's like, there's a pattern on it and they're knee high. Yeah, the that ones makes I sense. Have at least. Yeah. But um do your feet get cold when you fly or hot? Oh my god, freezing. Freezing. Thank freezing. you. Okay. I want that freezing. is no- freezing. I hate freezing. it. <laughs> I hate it. I you hate, I hate it. it. When you get on a plane and they haven't turned the air on yet and you're just like in this humid tube and humid you're like t- turn the air on and then they turn it on and you're like miss, it's too cold. I know. In here. They're like don't worry, we got you. It's freezing. Another yeah. plane, I don't get it. So goddamn cold. Okay, guys. we always have so, so I many think of those. it works for people who have like vein problems. So it's like varicose veins need the compression to kind of um, shrink a little bit and to make oh. a more cylinder shape instead of a wider shape that has like some bulges. Well, that so doesn't that answer how sense. it does it. No, no, no. It brings the blood moves smoother through a, a very clean cylinder like vein versus a bulged vein do you see that one i see it it's a it's okay. a visual all right i get it okay wow i'm sure everyone's so riveted by this i know right jesus christ <laughs> look at the content that so, we are creating <laughs> okay on this another is, topic if i we was are listening done. i would have ducked out 10 minutes ago shit i'm so sorry shit, guys. guys i'm Damn. so sorry we need now, to edit ourselves better oh, that was I'm too long so sorry why did you do that <laughs> i just wanted to know how you put your clothes on another shower okay does anyone What's have very one? good i don't get it top that will that will help us through this fucking compression suck <laughs> ordeal okay why lauren your your I next one sucks lord i agree you guys i agree that that got a little lame there for a second but <laughs> truly i don't get compression socks and i'm glad that we brought it up because we've never brought it up before and this i is, truly don't get them i okay. i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed <laughs> um so i don't know if we've ever actually discussed this on the podcast it's it's a pretty um people have discussed it many times before but i don't really know your take on it and i don't really honestly know my take on it but what are your thoughts on a guy you're talking to a significant other husband whatever liking another girl's like bikini photo do we think it's very disrespectful or do we think like it's gonna happen they're gonna look at girls but like what do you think oh this one's so hard because because it's easy to say um oh my god like a guy should not be liking any girl's photos like if he's with you he's happy but then the realistic side of me is like people are human you know like they can appreciate like if you were at a beach and they were looking at a woman in a bikini it's kind of similar to like liking something. Do likes mean anything? And then I also, I'm with you, Lord. I don't know how I feel about it. One, because I think I would need to live through the experience yeah. to know how I would actually react. But I would want to look in the mirror and be like, what, why am I so insecure? Like, yeah. am I with someone that makes me feel safe? Is it me or is it them? Exactly. I mean? It's a fine line. I don't know how I feel about it either. Although I do. Jack used to like girls in bikinis all the time on Instagram. I know this. 
I wasn't necessarily bothered by it, but obviously if you left a comment, that's very different. You know? Is it different? Is it different though? Oh, like, yes. A comment it? is so different. Well, it depends what the comment is. If it's like, what Sally, you're looking sign? great. It depends yeah. on who it, like the relationship is. Obviously, if it's like a friend of yours, like if it was Maddie or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, sorry, yeah. specific example, but like if it was a friend that he hangs out with you and he says like, looking good. That's totally different than if it's a girl you've never met. So it's circumstantial. Uh, I don't really also know how I feel about this. Uh, I feel like I would I think hate it, it I, Actually, I think scenario. it all comes down to, like, has the guy introduced you to this girl in the bikini? Kind of. I like don't... If, I think it would be weird if... I don't know. Because, like, I will like shirtless pictures of, like, some of Jared and our guy friends that, like, we know. Like, he knows them as well. Oh, there so you go. Like, Double standard. Right? No, no, no. Right. I No, it's like, oh, this is like such a specific example, but like, I'm just thinking who like takes modely pictures. Yeah. So it's like Peter Krause. Like all right. like Peter Krause is like modely pictures. Right. But, and I don't think that that would annoy Jared because like he knows he's like, he's met him. I guess is it is it matter if they like have a massive following and they're an influencer like mm-hmm. a Peter Krause and this girl it's like people follow her for that reason or is it this random girl that you think they've met before I have a question if I posted a picture in a bikini and Jared and Hunter commented would that bother you guys No that's what I'm saying like as a friend of the group the collective friend that's fine I don't, I, I, God, I wish I had this experience because I think if I was with a guy, I don't know. I guess if he commented on one of your guys' pictures with the bikini, now, would that bother me? Would that bother me? Jared has 1000% liked your provocative pictures. I, first of all, my provocative pictures are few and far between. Yeah, they exist though. But I'm not someone who presents. I mean, actually, I don't even know. What does provocative mean anyway? It's like you can do whatever the fuck you want with your body, you know? Like, what is. Um, I don't know. This is a hard one. I this know it's a, a hard, hard one. one. It's a hard this one. It's a hard one. I think it's just basically what we've discussed is situational, who it is, because it's not a broad. I mean, I'm sure lots of girls out there are like, no, you don't like girls in bikinis. You don't like girls in lingerie. That makes me feel this way. But. If it's a certain person, you know, like if you're threatened by a specific girl, you don't know the relationship, then you obviously don't want it. But also, oh, if you feel threatened, you should ask yourself why you feel threatened. Exactly. You know, is this something that you're making up in your head? Like, is it actually a thing or is it not a thing? Yeah. Liking anyone's, because in my head, in my head, liking anyone's picture, like to me, Instagram isn't really real. Yeah. But. But then I can't go by those standards because to a lot of other people, Instagram is life. It's their validation. It it's is It's also real to not them. that, but so, it, Instagram has ruined probably many of relationships with like sliding into DMs and writing one comment goes to a DM and a DM goes to a relationship. So, right. But if you're with someone that's going to do that, it's like goodbye. Exactly. Right? Like yes, that's yes. not right for you anyway. 
Do you guys ever need to wind down after a long Zoom call, after having tons of clients? You don't feel like talking to anyone. You don't really feel like starting a whole new show, but you, you do. You don't even want to do anything with your, with your fiance, right? Like, you don't even want to touch your fiance. <laughs> you just I want cannot to... relate to that, but okay. <laughs> I'm sure many, many of you out there can relate to that. <laughs> you just want to draw a bath lay in there and listen to dipsy tell them to go play golf <laughs> go play golf for seven ten hours because you have dipsy you have these this audio app that is full of short sexy stories designed to turn you on Ugh, and do they turn me on guys listen for all you single ladies out there aka moi this is a godsend because I'm such a mental person. And so listening to these stories um, is such a great, fun way to get turned on. Because each story features characters and they're real people. Well, they feel like real people anyway. And they put you in these immersive scenarios. So you just feel like you're right there. And you can find stories that are literally off limits, like hooking up with your professor, going to like a costume party, um, even like a story where your partner tells you exactly what to do or you try a new toy together i mean listen i don't have a boyfriend but i have dipsy and that is all i need and for our listeners dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash get it that is d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash get it 30-day trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash get it d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash get it okay so i have something hypocritical to say I don't want Jared following his exes or people he's dated because ex I feel like is a strong word, especially for he and I who like literally, well, I have like, you know, how many official exes do I have? Right. Um, But like people we've dated and I don't. Yeah. So I don't want him following those people, but like I still follow mine. (laughs) But yes. that's but that's because okay this is just this is like I maybe it's double standardy but like I still think that guys look at the the ex-girlfriends more in a sexual way and it's like well especially because like I'm thinking about certain people that like he dated and or dated also is again like strong word but um these people like and how they present themselves on Instagram Versus like how the person or so that I follow presents themselves on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because well, like, that's, that's what we were saying five yeah. minutes ago. It's like, yeah. how do you present yourself? Is it someone that's an influencer and posts this stuff all the time? Or is it someone, you know, that's posting a random one? I don't know. It's so I'm just like, I'm just truly interested in like where like this person's life is and like how their family is growing or mm-hmm. like just like what they're into these days. Like, I'm just curious about their life. I'm not at all thinking of them like sexually or like wanting to see what their body looks like. Well, I guess like I want to see how they're aging. <laughs> well, but- Ashley, this is a good, I wanted to ask you, cause I don't know if I can ask Lauren this question. I wonder if it's because you and I haven't, we don't have a LinkedIn like resume Rolodex of past serious relationships. You and I do not have that. Lauren yeah. has that. So, so is that why we would most likely not like that? And it seems hypocritical because it's like, we don't even have that. Do you know what I mean? Um, you have like one, one or two. I have like, 
I mean, I, I guess I have a couple, but like, do you know what I mean? When it comes to exes, yeah, I but help I don't but really wonder. think. <laughs> I don't really know if it makes a difference as far as like the curiosity goes, because again, I don't want him following them because I don't want him looking at their body. But like, I don't know if he cares about me just being curious about where their life is now. Well, that's if that's your version of him looking at a body, then yeah. I know I'm specifically would, thinking about this one bitch. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. No, this one that I'm just specifically thinking of. That like, because if he followed his ex girlfriend, like I don't really know that I care about that, because like again, I think it has to do with depth and not sexuality. I think like if it has to do with like you caring about the person, that's fine. But if it has to do with just the physical, that's where it's pain. It's not cool. There's a little caveat here that we're not mentioning, which I think is also very determinant on how you would feel. Is your ex in a relationship, Mm. or is your ex single? If they're, fo- I bet you, if they're following an ex mm-hmm. that is now with a husband or boyfriend and posting pictures of them, you you're not gonna care as much. Yeah. You're like, this person is taking care, is is spoken for. <laughs> but if they're single, does that change it? For me, it does. For me, it does. Yeah. If they, if you're following them and they are in a relationship, go on, go on and like that bitch's picture. And I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, we say bitch. It's a loving, endearing term. <laughs> guys are hilarious i'm interesting yeah don't over don't overthink the term bitch you guys use it in casual conversations yeah okay um okay well good 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 and i have an i don't get it do it so mine's so i went home for fourth of july and i had so much fun oh yeah you went home and you didn't tell us yeah, I went I went home last minute. Oh, and I cool. will tell you I'll tell you why. Um LA, for some reason what I find really which is a funny I don't get it to me is big city major cities like like New York and Los Angeles and I'm not talking about like the beach side of LA. I'm talking about like the city of LA. Um nothing's going on 4th of July yeah. in those cities. Yeah. And it's like so interesting, right? Because like when people come to visit america you know they go to new york and la yeah i think it's kind of interesting so there's never anything going down fourth of july in la really unless you go to like hermosa or manhattan beach or whatever like even santa monica beach did not even have fireworks so i decided to go home last minute and what i realized about my group of friends from home and of course this makes sense because it's like we've all been friends we some people have known each other since high school some people have been friends since college what I noticed when I came back to L.A., and, and this all leads into the funk that you guys know I've been having in L.A. recently, is that I realized that no one makes plans in Los Angeles. No one Nobody makes plans. Nobody wants to commit to even plans. That's the problem. No one makes plans in Los Angeles. And I was like, why am I having so much fun at home? And I'm like, oh, because every, my group of friends at home are like, oh, we're going to do this tomorrow. We're going to barbecue at this person's. Um, even when I visited you guys in Virginia or mm-hmm. Rhode Island, even if it's not leaving the house, you guys have a plan. Tonight, <laughs> we're going to go to KFC, we're going to sit down, <laughs> and we're going to watch this true crime documentary. Yeah. Like, that's, that is a plan. Yeah. In L.A., nobody makes plans. It's, and Continue. No, go ahead. I think it's because everyone's waiting for the better, best, best thing. thing. 
Yes. So they're all committing to their friends if P. Diddy is having a party. I don't know why I said P. Diddy like it's goddamn 2000. <laughs> I don't know why I said P. Diddy. I'm like it's 2000. Yeah, it's all, yeah. um, if well, Jake Paul is going to have a party. <laughs> but we're, but what I'm saying, but what's it's interesting about. It's all the about, same problem. It's what's all interesting like, about dating and socializing. What's interesting about what you just said, Lauren, is that that's kind of not the case in my age bracket, right? Because I'm 31 now, so my mm-hmm. friends aren't even doing that anymore. Yeah. So I get in LA is a bigger city; it's spread out. So you, what I do like about LA is you have to be very intentional. It's not like New York, where if you live in Brooklyn, you can just hop on the subway and meet someone in the West Village. Be like, oh yeah, let's like go get dinner. In LA, you sort of have to be like, okay, Saturday, this is what we're doing. Saturday, and, I'm driving an hour to get to you right. and we're doing all this. Right. Yeah. And, and something I've been experiencing lately that I think may be relatable to people that are single is if you live in a major, I guess if you live anywhere and you're single, I kind of have been realizing lately that like I... When I hang out with people, it's because, like, I made the plan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's kind of hurtful. Not in a way where you guys know. I'm not, like, at home crying or anything over it. Like, it just, it is what it is. But I'm, like, I'm realizing because my friends are in this transition period of, like, now getting engaged or, like, they have a partner and, like, and when you have a partner, you don't even have to make a plan for 4th of July because you can be like, oh, so-and-so and I are staying in tonight. That is your plan. Mm-hmm. If you live at home by yourself, you're, you're sitting at home and you're like, what am I going to do on 4th of July? And so then you have to reach out to people and see what they're doing. And so it's just, I'm in like this interesting time of life where I think, I like wonder if I didn't like reach out. And granted, I have friends that do ask me to like go on hikes and walks every now and then. But I think, like, if I want to get dinner or, like, go to an event or go to a movie, like, I have to make that plan. And I noticed when you guys lived here, remember, I mean, Ashley, you would get invited to events, but you guys would also be like, let's all go see this movie at the Grove, you know? Yeah, Yeah, Naz, to make you feel better, I feel like I've always been that friend, too. Like, not with you, where it's definitely more equal, but... In general, I'd say like 80% of my friend hangs were orchestrated by me too. I just think that there are those people who do and those people who don't. Yeah. And I don't think it's like, a look at Lauren. Thing. Lauren would never freaking ask anybody to hang out. <laughs> That's so true. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, so maybe all of your your friends that did used to make plans are now in a relationship where they're just making plans with their partner. Yeah, but you wouldn't make plans even if you were single. Not that you've ever been single. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. That is very funny, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's not not a bad thing. Like, I I just want to say all my friends are fucking incredible. Like, A+. Like, I have an A-plus roster of supportive, amazing friends. It's just exactly what you're saying, Ashley. There's some people that, like, want to bring people together Mm -hmm. and some people that don't. And I wish I had, like, a house. Because if I had a house, I would always invite people over. But I don't have that. I have, like, a little room, you know? You'd be the hoster inviting all of the people. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. So interesting. So I don't know about you guys, but... Now that we're coming out of like this crazy year that we've just had, I feel, and I've talked about this obviously before on the podcast, like being in a funk, but I've realizing that there's a lot of people in my life that also feel this way. 
And I don't know if just a lot of people are dealing with like an overwhelming sense of anxiety or depression because it's hard to navigate now that the world's like open again, like social settings or like who you are, or even if you like going to work, if you want to go back into work. I feel like we're just all living through an emotionally complicated time to navigate. So if you resonate with what I just said, you should definitely check out BetterHelp. Um, it's this website that is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So if you've never done therapy, I think this is a really good way to ease into it because you don't have to show up in person. It's very affordable and financial aid is available, which is what I love about it. And they're available for clients worldwide. So no matter where you're listening from, you can access better help. And these therapists have a broad range of expertise, which may not be locally available to you where you live. So some of the things that they deal with are Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family matters, LGBT matters, um, grief, self-esteem, and everything is confidential. Um, It's really convenient. Like Naz says, it's affordable and it's completely professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. And we want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash get it. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash get it. Anyway, so I've been learning that about myself and then... I am, I don't know if this is like an, I don't get it, but I am doing a lot better, like three months out, like from the breakup Mm -hmm. and I've been trying to just say yes to things and like be in the season of like saying yes. Very good. So recently an opportunity came up where I was talking to a guy and we, he doesn't live in LA. We were talking on the phone Long story short, he ends up flying out here and we end up going to Ojai together for two nights, like as our first date, basically. Which very all told Naz was very dangerous. <laughs> Just letting you guys know we're responsible friends. First of all, I vetted this person. I shared my location with this person, but like I just I'm you, someone you, sure, who cl- you shared your location with friends in the area, so if they had to come get you. Exactly. I um I felt safe. I did not feel weird. And I and it honestly I was really proud of myself because I it was something out of my comfort zone. I've been over LA. So in my head I was like, if someone's willing to like sort of come here and like hang out with me, like why not explore this opportunity and also like just not get out of LA for two days? Like why would I not do that? So I go, we have a really good time. Um, nothing bad to say about this person at all. So much fun. Um, but I learned so much about myself coming out of like that experience where I kind I, a part of me was doing it to like move forward, you know, cause I think we, we tend to look in the rear view mirror a lot, especially when we like date someone and like, mm-hmm. this was a significant relationship for me. So I was really proud of myself. I think it really like helped me move forward in a way and just like see what else is out there. But I think I'm realizing, and I've done like psycho, I did a psychoanalysis with my therapist where I think I keep coming across guys that are emotionally unavailable. And I'm not saying that this guy from that weekend was that. I'm just saying coming out of this experience, it just made me think and explore and like want to look in the mirror more. And I was like, okay, 
what is like this pattern that I'm like attracting? And I've, and through my psychoanalysis, I've learned that like, I have this deep need to feel like understood and known. And I think my parents are really unpredictable, like emotionally growing up. And so I think when I meet a guy that's emotionally unavailable, it's a very familiar feeling for me. And I'm like, oh, I can, I can like work with this, you know, like this feels, this feels familiar to me. I can work with this and this person's going to be different. And then I also go into situations where I think I decide already if this person's going to be my person or not. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever done that where I'm like, I don't know, this person said this in conversation, so they're not my person. And then when I'm hanging out with them, I think this like very like pushy sort of um, energy comes out of me. I don't know if it's like pushy, but it's like this anxious energy, right? Where I have already decided this isn't my person, but then when I'm with them, I'm sort of like craving, like I just told you guys. to make sure they think you are their person, kind of. Yes. And so much of it is like, I mean, of course, there's so much ego involved in like anything when it comes to dating. But I think what I'm learning about myself is like, I obviously am craving like deep, intimate, meaningful things. And so why am I searching for that in someone that I already think isn't my person? But reversely, why am I... Wasting so much energy. Wasting so much energy. That they are good for you when you already know they're not good. It's also just like being slower. Like, I think I get so much anxiety in the uncertainty. And when you get to know someone, it's not like you just know them and they're like, all right, I'm going to marry you day one. And I think I get really, I do not do well when it's so uncertain, Mm -hmm. you know? So I have this, like, I'm sure subconsciously, I don't even realize it. I probably have this energy that's probably like a lot when really you need to leave space for someone to be attracted to you, no matter who you are. I think you might have some good points there. I think like, I think you may have put the nail on the coffin and I do think that you may have a bit of a, pushy very energetic energy about you when you're with guys but like i can't say that i would be a ton different um obviously (laughs) uh, (laughs) but like yeah right (laughs) if we had to call this podcast another title it would be like the anxiously attached women okay but even though what did they say they said i was unavoidant that guy that is true. Okay. But it's it, but in a different way. I think when you were like dating Jared, that was like an anxious attach, right? It's like be with me, be with me. Sort yeah. of okay. energy. So my point here is that I think that being friends with somebody and getting to know them slowly without having the pressure of it being within a romantic relationship was the only way I was able to gain a romantic relationship because yes. I don't know that I would have been able to do it just like going date after date and hang out after hang out and just like having to kind of like hold back yes and that's what i'm saying isn't that like significant isn't so that lauren like teach us how that how that happens wait how 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 what <laughs> you weren't listening no no you said a lot of words okay sorry <laughs> what teach you how to I get said, past like, that in, like, that anxious how do you go point? on date after date after date and like kind of grow a little bit each time without ha- freaking out about making too much progress each time well do you want lauren to answer that i don't know <laughs> Neither. What I was just going to say is like the reason why I'm so proud of myself for going on this weekend with this person um, is because 
every time I hang out with someone, like my first, my ex, I learned so much about myself. I learned that I can like fall in love with someone. And then this guy like taught me how I am sort of in that dating stage. You know, when I don't meet someone that's like, you're it. I need to be like, okay and comfortable with that. And what's crazy is I am up until like we're together and like (laughs) physical you know, like the physical attractions there. I think I'm just so passionate that I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, let's make out. Like, it's fine. And it's like, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm now going to be more cognizant of that. And it was a great learning lesson. And I'm really glad I went. Well, you got to also like flip it. Like, what if you were in their shoes and you're just trying to feel out a guy and you're not even sure. And like, if, if the guy's like, come on, you know, we're having a great time. We're having a great time, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, no. So the the way to get past that that point, I think, is... Is, is alcohol. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. No, I think no, that, may, I think kidding, that might kidding. make it worse. Uh, is definitely don't drink too much <laughs> and also always act very uninterested when you leave them. Like, <laughs> just... I don't, you I know I know advice. playing the game is not good, but the game is do not be interested once you leave them. Don't text <laughs> I mean, them. I have to agree with Lauren. She's right about that. She really is. I've never failed. I swear. I've never I don't, failed. I don't know if I necessarily agree. I think you need to show people that you're engaged and interested in some way. And you don't need to say, like, I like you. I'm in love with you. I want to marry you. Right. But you can say things like... I really appreciate how passionate you are about this cause. Like it's um, very endearing to me. And like That's by saying fine. things like by saying things like that, I think you can let someone know you are 100%. physically attract. You're, it's like the guy's like, all right, this girl's into me or whatever guy, girl, whatever they. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's why I think do all of that, say all the words while you're with them, and then leave them thinking about you, but never say anything after and let them make the move <laughs> okay i I, I don't we- care how old school i sound at that you guys can judge me but that's how it works that but that's how it say works like oh my god Lauren. you're so hot you're so smart but as when you're looking in their face but don't say over text and don't you know don't i'm call. not gonna refute that but what i will say is like I think a good learning lesson too is like don't pedestalize people. Like I think so often when you're single or you've been alone for a while and you get excited by someone physically, you're physically attracted to them. You're kind of like, oh my God, like could this be the person? Like all my friends are married. This is it. This is, I'm done, you know? Mm -hmm. And you have to have, one, you have to have patience. Two, you have to realize you are on the same level as that other person. Yeah. And don't put that pressure and subconscious energy into that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, I think people get super excited and they don't even know the person already. And I think another lesson I've learned too is like a qualifier for dating isn't, oh, this person's attractive. They like me, so I like them. Like, no. Do you like them? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that do is, you? Well, that's, and I think that's definitely something that you have a thing with. I've never once been like, do I like them? Like, I just know whether I do or I don't. You well, think? Yeah, I mean, have- you've never been like that either, Lauren, right? Have you? No, or actually, sure. Lauren. Actually, Lauren has been. No, but what I'm saying is, totally is, like, in is, like, a makes day- herself obsessed with somebody just because she may feel distance. 
That's what I'm saying. Lauren plays the game because she also is so susceptible to the game. (laughs) True. Yeah. Um, Well, that's like really good lessons that you've you've learned with just one weekend and also therapy sessions. That is like really helpful, I think. I have one more lesson I took away, which was um, I also, I think I just, I think... I have this need to control things because I was telling you guys that it was like so uncertain, right? So based off certain conversations, I think I made up in my mind. I I don't know if this person's my person. I think it is important to follow your gut though. And those are two totally separate things. Yeah. But I remember um, when people talk about like microdosing, which is Mm -hmm. like taking a little bit of like mushroom during the day or stuff like that. um, I immediately think... I don't know. I'm such a, I don't want to say prude, but I'm someone who doesn't really do that stuff. Like I dibbled, I dibbled. dibbled. You dibbled. I I love that word. You dibbled, you dabbled. I dabbled a little, you know, my college days and whatever. But I'm always like, I don't know if someone like this would want to be with someone like me that kind of would rather stay in and watch a Disney movie, right? I understand. I completely understand. And so I formed this judgment, right? Around that. Mm Mm-hmm. I go home for 4th of July, right? Yeah. And I'm hanging with friends. And one of my friends was microdosing. And I said to myself, I was like, okay, well, you know, I have all this judgment about this thing that I've never done. And if I'm going to try it and I'm sleeping at my friend's house and I'm home and around and I'm around people I love, why not try it here and now? Right. Mm -hmm. And I do it. And it's like, it's so whatever. It's so fine. And I'm like, wow, another learning lesson. Like, yeah. I had built this sort of, like, I don't know if this person would like me. I don't know if I would like them. It's not going to work out. Therefore, I'm going to behave this way over something I hadn't even known what w- what it was really like. Does okay, but I have a question. There's one thing to do it, like, every once in a while. But, like, it, it's another thing for somebody to do it regularly. Well, I mean, that this could be a whole other podcast, but, like, People do do it every day, and it's fine. It's not like you're... Yeah, people smoke weed it's every not day, them. and it's fine. I don't think that would ever be fine for me to be with. Right, right. Yeah. But also, I didn't know if this person did it every day. Do you know? Do you guys get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, it's yeah. like, I think it's... I think end-all, be-all, biggest lesson is, like, just go slow and be patient. And, and don't, fun. like, jump and to conclusions if you yes. hear one thing. Because you right. can't... You cannot even on the first date, let alone within the first five minutes of meeting someone, determine if they're your person or not. So right. eliminate that thought and maybe try everything. Yeah, unless it's love at first sight. <laughs> yes. Which I do believe in too, which yeah. is why this is all super complicated and hard and it's case by case. And again, I'm not like, I hope I don't come off like I'm preaching to the choir. I'm just sharing with you guys, since I've told you guys about my dating life forever, like I think where I'm sort of at now and what I've been learning lately. I like it. Do you know it's going to yeah. be so exciting when Naz does find her person? <laughs> That's going to be it so fun. It's been a Not that this isn't fun. I'm just saying that like I'm excited to see it happen. Yeah. But well, it's still, interesting because I'm what? just still like living for the the experiences and lessons and stories. Like I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I it's funny because I can I can point to every man I've been with in my life and tell you exactly what he taught me. Yeah, I can literally tell you exactly 
Do you have a list in your phone or do you just like, what is it? No, I get to, I mean, the guy, the first guy that started Heartbroken Anonymous taught me that I did not love myself. Like I had no idea, but I had a flawed view of myself. I thought I was like broken, unlovable, whatever. Um, You know, there's been so many guys in between. Like my big taught me about like chemistry, which is like Mm -hmm. something you can't just like make, like, it's just like there. Um, And also that I, like, deserve more. I deserve someone that's, like, going to commit to me. Like, my ex literally taught me that, like, someone is willing to commit to me, Mm -hmm. right? And that I can coexist with someone and that I am capable of loving. Like, I didn't know that I could, like, do that. I was like, do I even want to be in a relationship or am I just this girl that, like, preaches from the rooftop that I want to be in one? So I learned I want to be in one. I learned I want to be a mom. He also taught me about, like, my relationship with my father so much better because he was a father. Mm -hmm. And then this random guy that I went away with for two days taught me all the things I just told you guys. Yeah. And taught you about microdosing. Wait, okay, wait. <laughs> and now so, I microdose. <laughs> on that note, this is so weird to bring up, but you know, we've talked about like how it actually resonated with a lot of women when we talked about this, like how you can be like happily married and engaged and like think back and reminisce on certain times with other people, like just be able to daydream about it. Um, but like not want it now, but like to still look back on it fondly. Um, Lauren, is there somebody, both of you, is there somebody, I, I just said Lauren because she is in a relationship, um, that like you would never think that, you, who I would never think that you think of sometimes in this capacity, but like you do. Because <laughs> I realize who I think of sometimes. It's just so freaking bizarre. In what capacity? What like, do, do you ever like, re- like, uh, a memory with one person that you reminisce on more often than I would think that you would. Damn. A person, like any any person, like a random ass guy that like I never think of you thinking of. The only thing I can think of is the other day I was eating Shake Shack and I had a fond memory of Ace Young. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a fond memory of Ace Young, too, when you, when you eat Shake Shack, even though, like, I wasn't part of that relationship at all. That's the only that's thing. So um Yeah, that's... I don't look back fondly on a lot of relationships. Like, I don't think aw. I think maybe aw at two, but everything else is just pure regret. <laughs> I guess not regret. It will put in Naz terms lessons. Yeah, there you go. It's true. Yeah. I think the last thing my ex taught me, which I didn't share with you guys, which was a really important lesson for me to learn is because I I think I have a bigger ego than I'd like to admit is that you don't have to own things. Mm. I think I was so scared of letting go. And I think when you leave a relationship, you're like, are they going to? It's like Olivia Rodrigo song. Happier. Like, I hope you're happy, but not happier than me. And you're just like, someone else is going to be waking up next to him. And he's going to be everything that I wish he was to me to someone else. And then what I realized was, like, him and I shared this, like, really cool, unique, like, dating in a bubble during the pandemic, like, magical experience. And, like, no one can take that away from him or I. Yeah. Like, and I don't need to own him. Like, I don't need to own that relationship. It was what it was. And it's all about letting go and, like, being happy. Yeah, I I feel like I still semi-struggle with that, but... That's something we'll get over. 
But you still sometimes struggle with what? Like ownership. Oh. Like you want to be the most special person they've ever been with. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, I mean, that's something you can't just shut off, but that's Definitely ego time. and it's yeah it's ego, ego. so it's ego so oh it's hard. so hard it's, it's the toughest so thing to deal hard. with yeah yeah and i'm always like did i mean anything to them like are they eating shake shack thinking of me you know what i mean <laughs> are they is this song gonna come on in walmart and they're gonna be like naz perez was in my life like we always want to know did i did we make an impact what did we do and it's and i think we do but also it's like why do we care about that? But like, so what much? is it? Why does it change your life at all if right, they're not exactly. thinking about you anymore? Yeah, exactly. Oh, so basically, so many lessons. So many lessons. Very good. This episode is called Lessons. <laughs> oh, no, I have called compression. Compression <laughs> sucks. Compression. It's too bad. Wait. It's too bad no one's going to get to this part of the podcast because they left during our 15-minute sock monologue. So sorry. <laughs> I hope you got through, guys. Um, wait. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry. <laughs> I say yeah as you're I know. It's like right I'm next, next to you. <laughs> you go, yeah. Okay. Um, I have one last last thing that we can end on that isn't about lessons or compression socks. Okay. It's pretty stupid. Okay, um, I love that. When do you guys go to the gas station to fill up your tank? <laughs> Definitely not at night. No. <laughs> Lauren means like when it's on oh, E. Like when it's on E. That's like when someone asked Demi Lovato, what's your favorite dish? As in like favorite food? And she goes, um, a mug. Because you can hold it with the, <laughs> the handle. What? Like, no, like on E or a quarter tank or I do like. It as soon as the light goes on, I guess. Yeah, my Jeep says fuel low, and that's when I head there. Oh, okay. About, Lauren waits till she's like way below E. Lauren, why do you? I'm so like, She's why like her, do you risk like your risk taker? Why well, do you risk your life in that way? I'm so some confused. people fill it at like half a tank and they're never below half a tank or a quarter. That's so weird. I wanted to know if you guys are one of those people. I thought of maybe Ashley not. was. I don't know. No. Half a tanker. I'm not trying to go to the gas station. I have this weird OCD thing where I need everything to like be used because then i just think it's old and sitting there so if i went at half a tank i would think that like there's old gas oh yeah there's in there old that needs fuel. to be used. i feel that way with the water in my keurig i'm like i can't yeah. half fill this it needs to go to the bottom and then i need to put new water in okay i respect <laughs> Does that, that. Make sense? no yeah. that's actually i understand that and if you have a glass of water you bring it to bed you're not going to drink that same glass the, days later. like the yeah. next night that's Ew, old water no. but nothing happened to <laughs> it water well, i don't know guys one time i was <laughs> All like very... water is old and recycled by the way like the water that we're drinking True. was around when dinosaurs were around yeah. you guys one time i like had a glass of water sitting by my bed for a couple days or it was like a water bottle and it was sitting by my bed for like maybe two weeks like we like went on a trip or something and i came back and i drank it a drink from it after and it was, tasted really bad wait was it sitting in the sun because that if it's been sitting in the sun and it's warm i won't have it yeah the i don't i don't think that i don't the think plastic the in the sun is not good no, of course of course not um this is funny that you think like the gas is old in the car but yeah. um i think of that with my bank account kind of like <laughs> wait what i don't know <laughs> Like, I think, like, as the numbers go down, I'm I'm thinking, oh, I'm spending that money I made last year when it gets to a certain number, (laughs) and it's old money. Yeah, like, that is the weirdest. 
weirdest thing you've ever shared on the I podcast. I know, and, and but I think so about it for funny. it's kind of like how I think about the the weekdays. Like, is it in a circle? Is it in a line in your head? Like, how do you think about it? Do you think of the days of the week in a circle or or an oval or I whatever? Think of them in the calendar form. I think of that. Weird. I don't. I think Sunday's the last day of the week, not the first. But do you think of it like in a in a straight line, or how do you think of it? Because I think of it in oh. oval. I whoa! I think of it in a straight line. I think of it in a straight line too. Whoa, um, Warren, I, maybe you're a genius. Well, actually, <laughs> maybe I think of it. In a, I think of it in a straight line. But then, how do you think of the year? Because I think an of the oval. year in a circle. Why in an oval? I think of the year as like twelve boxes. Oh, really? Like on your on your iPhone? Oh, I think of it like a clock, and you like. A, a perfect circle. At the top of the, of it as at the oval, top of the circle, circle. No, the top of the circle is summer. At the bottom of the circle is winter. <gasps> you psychopath! Summer is at the bottom, Ashley. <laughs> Summer's really? in the middle. You guys are wow, so weird. That's so funny. What do you mean? It's spring, summer, fall, winter. I think okay. I, if you guys aren't listening, well, oh, it's because you guys grew up in a winter state, so you think winter's at the top, right? No, I don't. I think summer's at the top. How does that make any sense, Ashley? How does it make any sense? I don't know. To me, that's like the the start of like the fresh life. No, either spring or winter is the first. Well, There's I'm no sorry. summer's this is just in the how middle. I think about it. That's so weird. That's so okay. Weird. Well, I think I mean, hey. This is interesting, and it should be a visual podcast so I can show you guys, like, on a PowerPoint or with a, a stylus. Bob Ross no, one, can, of those, yeah. one of those overhead projectors yeah. in elementary school. Yeah. I just know Dad thinks of everything in a perfect, like, list. Like, a list. Like, that's December, so January, whatever. Well, that's very interesting, guys. I love this. I love this. We need to do that. We need to ask how we think of other things. I know. It's, it just Abstract proves that we're all... concepts. So, like, and you come up with this in, like, preschool, and it doesn't change. That's so crazy. That's yeah. so weird. Well, good wow. ramble, guys. Good ramble. All right. All right. I love you all. Thank you, you all. so much for listening. Bye. Follow us. Bye. Bye. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app. I don't get it. Podcast.